0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that discusses and reviews music of all genres. I'm one fourth of year host Ruben, joining me as always is Keenan. What up? Marcos. Hi. And Isaac. Hello. Hello. And this week we're going to be reviewing the newest album from Japanese indie rock artist, indie alternative artist. Jazz? Soul? Kind of a right? mixed bag, man. This is the death grips of Japanese. <laughs> Let, let's uh, Let's fucking abrasive but yeah i agree uh just before i say the artist we're gonna butcher these names the song titles her name the album title just a disclaimer apologize
1: all you know is that fucking heat that's all you need to know know. baby the artist goes
0: by as best as i can say ozora kimishima and her album is aitatsuru kemuri
1: Dude, my dick just fucking got hard as a fucking <laughs> rock. My guy shows your tits, bruh, right now. No, dude. What are
2: you Take off that Pacers of, jacket right bro. now. I'm shy.
1: Flash Stop. us. I'll give you beads right now. <laughs> bro, St. Be- Patrick's Day, not Marty Gras. Oh, yeah, my bad.
0: <laughs> Dang, you're way ahead, bro. Just let the puppies breathe, bro. <laughs> Behind you, mean.
1: Marty Gras was like two weeks ago. No, was it wasn't. Yeah, it was.
3: It's in March. Is
1: like it?
0: I could have swore it was more of like a summer. No. Fuck, fuck no. No, they be Damn. showing tits in the cold. In the cold? <laughs> in the Dude, cold. that's what you got to show Dude. tits, bro. Your nipples get hard, bro. Your shit get perky, bro.
1: You, I should know, bro. You could cut a oh, diamond with those. No. Oh, my tits get how cold, bro. Louisiana's crazy, yep. bro.
0: Anyways, before we get into that, we're going to be giving you our music recommendations of the week as well as our local beer recommendation of the week. Isaac, start us some music. So for this week, I am recommending a song by a
3: band that you, Ruben, actually put me on. Ooh, where motherfucking frail body is the band, Mm -hmm. and the song is "Your Death Makes You." Your death makes me wish heaven was real. Mm. So good, man. Even even the title alone is tremendous. Like it 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 holds so much weight because the song holds so much weight. It's fucking just absolutely brutal. Fucking screams, just super crazy. Just energy and it's dark as fuck it's dark as fuck it's brooding and it's like very sobering in that way it's very serious but somehow i still could have a good ass time to it bro again that's your death
0: makes me wish heaven was real by frail body and hopefully we see them this weekend march 19th i know unfortunately we're going to be reviewing this or releasing this after they have came by but we so you at the then, show. We've seen you at the so show. So then, hopefully, yes, we saw you at the show. Exactly. And Hell you said yeah. what up? Hello from the future. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> All right. So this week, I got the I got the Chinese shoegaze band Default. Oh. Okay. I got the album California Nebula. That is a sick album. So cover. that
0: is so shoegaze.
2: <laughs> so, so what's cool about this band is everything about them is chinese Their the the song title the album cover everything but their lyrics are in english which wow. is really cool and so they are a chinese band who does in fact sing in english so check it out it is a uh, super gazy it's so good um they literally have another album i think it's called like can you hear the whistle blow from the vacuum
0: or something like that <laughs> Got a MBV reference. <laughs> Bro,
2: I Oh, I can't find it, so don't don't hold me to that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, super gazy, super fuzz. Um, really good and of course, you know, when I came across this it was kind of um it was kinda of hard to believe that the lyrics were in English, but it was also kind of um it was like nice to hear. Right. Because, you know, there's another artist out there, Paranol, who Never heard of him. sings in his you know korean native tongue mm-hmm. and even though it's good it's it's nice to know what these people are saying mm-hmm. and so it just kind of like adds to the to their sound um but again please check them out it's the album is called california nebula by the band default
1: okay my music music my musical recommendation of this week is going to be by a sick motherfucking collab Kenan, you don't know, bro. Don't <laughs> act like you know, bro. Don't <laughs> Fist like in the air? Know, Keep it up. Keep it
2: up. I'm going to go with Weapon X and... Pleasure?
1: World of Pleasure? Yeah. That's like <laughs> fucking dumb horn. He dude. got it? Yeah, Holy he shit. Got it? Me and Keenan are like the ones on top of those new hardcore fucking music release, bro. Damn, yeah, that's Very right. true, but hey, you said he wouldn't get it, so... <laughs> yeah, fucking those... It's a five-four track split. It goes hard as tits, bro. Callback to a couple minutes ago, uh-huh. and a
3: callback
2: to a, a lot of episodes ago because you shouted out Weapon X. You oh. shouted, shout both, you of shouted them both of them yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> both of them out.
1: Oh, this was like fuck, like one of our first podcasts. I, sh- I think I shouted out Weapon X,
2: bro. This is two weeks. Weapon X is getting a shout out. Facts.
0: Really? Woo, give Run us some merch. <laughs> and give <laughs> us some merch.
1: And World of Pleasure too, when they first dropped their new. uh I don't know if it was EP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I shouted, you you out. shouted out. I should go over. Yeah. Now they fucking collab, no. bro. It's a. Oh, I showed you guys it was these Kimbo. Pff, their fucking track yeah. titles, too, bro.
0: Yeah, that was Kimbo is sick.
1: So, yeah, um, you guys could listen to that. If you like some hardcore music. I think like every track, right? Did you hear all the four tracks? Like non skippable. All right, my recommendation of this
0: week is something I've been neglecting showing you guys. I think you guys would really like fucking it. Fucking gatekeeper, uh, bro. Yeah, get the fuck um. out I'm allowed to know, okay? Shit. Uh, the newest release by Australian metalcore band, Graphic Nature called a mind waiting to die super super heavy metalcore um i don't know if you guys are into australian metalcore at all um oh, he showed me vex hardcore what's
1: up see but that's uh, hardcore though yeah you're right and hey but
0: australia australia is killing it with
1: the hardcore too i mean yeah they haven't missed like, on anything speed, that could speed got uh roll of justice exactly Yo, uh, i mean i Austra- for the justice right one of them we saw him with kubla khan yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah i did i think you showed you did you did. They're I, I missed fuck. them. I know.
0: But, oh, wait. Undeath is from there, too, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, no. But, wait, I mean, they're they? death metal, but. No, they're New York death metal. New, New York. Shit. Yeah. Never mind. I'm
0: cutting that. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I mean, Australia is just in the fucking metal I hardcore know. scene. And I personally think that Graphic Nature is one of the best bands. If you like Pincer Plus, if you like uh, Heaven's Gate, like, Graphic Nature is up your alley. Listen to Sour, then go from there. This shit is hard as fuck. All right. Our beer recommendation of the week is going to be a Japanese style rice lager. It's going to be the Day ghost from Marble Brewery. Off the can. The known world slips away when Day ghost is uploaded to your bodily machine. This is my first time reading. This, this is wild. Clouds part, new realities bubble, and an inner vista is revealed. Dog, this was written for this album. Physically supervised by Meow Wolf. Or no. Psychically supervised by Meow Wolf, this Japanese-style rice lager has been configured to taste crisp and effervescent, while maintaining multiple dimensions of flavor. Ooh. Wow! So say it again. Uh, all right. Let's I'm, just you, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It was crisp. Hey, this is crisp. Four point eight percent. Hey, we fucking see you there, drinking your Miller Lights, your Bud Light. Your Mechlobe Ultras? Yeah, what Get do you want? No a f- diet? fuck out of here. Throw <laughs> that shit away. Your Birch Lights? Come on. This is the newest Christmas light beer you need to be drinking. Yep. Support local. This shit is 100% worth it. Desert. And shout out to
2: one of the coolest venues in New Mexico Meow Wolf.
0: Yeah. Dude. Meow Wolf is one of the dopest. I know, uh, I'm not sure if a ton of artists have shouted it out, but I know Scowl, when they came with Destroy Boys, they were all about it. Um,
2: Tigers Jaw shouted it out.
0: Oh, Tigers Jaw did. You did show me that. What um, do they do? Just shout it out, Meow Wolf, like as a venue. Oh. Um.
2: And it's always cool because like these artists who are shouting them out are like in their posts are, like if you're a touring act, you need to stop by Santa Fe. Yeah. That's a good, guys. So.
0: Absolutely. It's yeah. it's a super up close personal venue. Security is super lax. So. Oh, they are awesome. any. You're able to stage dive too. Exactly. You can stage dive. You get a little rowdy. I mean, not gonna let you fucking fools or anything but like they let you have fun you know what i mean and then uh you know they're <laughs> this might sound goofy but they're very responsible like bar wise you know they have like very strict limits make sure nobody gets too crazy like it's just a
1: fun time for everybody bro it's an yeah. amazing time yeah. they
2: supply water yeah. for the people true. everywhere I, that's true. actually
1: very true now that we're talking about it like their shit was kind of like on point yeah, yeah, like dude. fucking all raid launch pass sunshine bro take fucking no dog <laughs> fuck man Y'all motherfuckers need to start wearing deodorant, bro. I just <laughs> fucking reek. Facts,
3: bro. Facts. Yo, they <laughs> have water and not a motherfucker in there smell funny. They all smell... 100%. Funny. All smelled, yeah. you know, and one of, the,
0: one of the cool things is one of the ladies at the front, when she's, like, breaking down the rules or whatever, they straight up say, if you don't have a ride, get with us and we'll get something figured out for you. Yep. So they look out for the community, yeah, bro. Yep. The elf is tight. Thank you guys for collabing with Marble for the day ghost. This shit is amazing.
2: And also, go. if the show... If the show's like a little, if it's at an earlier time, you're actually allowed to go walk the exhibit before oh. you get to hit the show. So even though doors are at like seven or something, the exhibit's still open when you get there if mm-hmm. it's those earlier shows. So you could walk in, so just say like, "I'm here for the show," and then they're like, "Cool." Then you could actually go walk for the free. exhibit for free. That's so nice. Starts really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can yourself,
1: yeah. though. So uh out of the state, probably Meow Wolf and Sister Bar, the two best venues so far, I am IMO in my opinion. In our state? In our state, right? Oh, I think you no. said out of state. No, I said in our state. <laughs> oh, in my our opinion? state.
2: Right. You got Sunshine and El Ray with the you got the railing up front.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Launchpad
2: just threw up the railing onto the stage.
0: Did they really? Yeah,
1: they did. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah,
2: remember for Soul Glow? They threw up those bars right in front of the stage.
1: Uh, oh yeah, they did. That's
0: fuck No, yeah, that's yeah, not that, sure. that hasn't always been there. But, I mean, those are those are dope bigger venues. I mean, we, we have oh, the yeah, super course. dope DIY venues. But what I like about Meow Wolf is it combines, like, the DIY feel with the bigger stage presence. Oh, and, like, yeah. the bigger production
1: value. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that background fucking, like, uh, fluorescent lights. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, so the production so sick, is bro.
3: super on point.
1: Yeah, man. When
3: that, we went to go see them for Anxious and Drug Church, like... Even they matched, like, the energy of the songs correlated with, like, the, the color lights. of the lights and shit, you know? Yeah. When it was getting real heavy, it was, like, a dark blood red. And when it was, like, softer, they, like, kind of brighten up the lights with, like, yellows and mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Like, yeah. They're, they're just super yeah. on Shout out
1: Meow Wolf. For sure, we got to hit up more shows over there. Yeah. Bro. And they need to come through. Oh, yeah, 100%. So. Shout out Meow
0: Wolf, man. I mean, if you're in Albuquerque Santa Fe, you have to have known about it. Because by the grace of God, if we have somebody listening to us in Denver or Vegas, you need to go to a show With your local Meow Wolf. Because yeah. it's 100 percent worth it.
1: Like we can't stop shouting them out. Shout out to their fucking jerseys too with the <laughs> fucking United, bro. Their jerseys go hard as fuck. Like there's oh, so yeah. much shit. I mean, was uh, New Mexico the first one where they opened up Meow Wolf? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the OG. A fucking We don't deserve say, that, bro. I don't bro. know if
2: their other. I don't think their other uh, sites have a ben, you No, know, I went to I the know, one. I know, I know
1: went, Denver does. I know. Denver I know the one in Vegas doesn't. Uh, They have a bar. They have a sick ass bar and the fucking, um, the, uh, the world thing, like the world market. Oh, Oh. yeah. The Omega Mart. The Omega Mart. There you go. They they have that.
0: Oh, okay. I know Denver does because, uh, one of my favorite jazz artists played a show there. Oh, really? Yeah. And that was kind of recent, so I don't know if it's something new or not. But, all right, Vegas, come down here then.
2: Word. And then Denver, the the Denver site does have a nice bar, too.
0: Nice, damn, hell yeah! So, but come to that OG, yeah. come to Santa Fe, ain't nothing like it, bro. You I know, mean, free
1: publicity, bro. Let's go, let's get this fucking going. <laughs> Give us some jerseys, <laughs> for real. Give us some fucking free venue tickets. Make us CEOs or part stake shareholders. We're Please. gonna ha- we're gonna have to Please. all go in debt <laughs> to, yeah, <laughs> to just know. buy a small stake in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either
0: way, Meow Wolf, Day Ghost, Marble, y'all kill it. Thank you guys for the beer. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Itai <laughs> Kumuri. beautiful you know, it thank you your pick will lead you to this so I had my cooking playlist on and
2: Spotify has his new <laughs> Spotify has this new uh, shuffle recommendation mm-hmm. so instead of throwing your music on a shuffle if you can enhance it and what they'll do is they'll throw a similar artist or sounding um, you know just ah. musicians mm-hmm. to what you already have on a playlist. And it just throws a bunch of recommendations like in there for you. It was really cool. And this artist was actually thrown onto the, to my playlist twice. And oh. so I don't know if we want to jump ahead, but right away, 19C <laughs> was one of them, mm-hmm. and the song Nui. Oh, okay. Was another and. I kept finding myself going back to them and even screenshotting. I'm a big screenshotter. If, if there's <laughs> something on my Spotify that comes up, I, I'll just screenshot it and can just like save it for later. Mm-hmm. And those two songs um, those two songs just really stuck out with me. So I went back, uh, look, looked her up, and it just worked out for us because this album just came out in January. And so towards the end of January, so I was like, you know what? I think this is going to be it.
0: Nice. Good it's, call. Yeah, and it's, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm sure as you could tell, it's completely foreign. There's oh, yes. absolutely nothing about this is in English, so it's probably the reason why. Cap. But,
1: uh, what? Cap. What's in English? The last song. Oh, word. Oh, well, you get a couple words. Well, you said nothing. I got just, you know, there's two things. <sighs> Technic- <laughs> the song actually. title.
0: Actually. <laughs>
2: actually. <laughs> the song title of the last track is No Heavenly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess we have Halo 2, actually acts okay 90% of the album my god jesus christ
2: and so with that being said majority of it is japanese
0: so i have seen nothing about this i don't see i haven't seen any reviews i haven't seen none of this you know what's funny is i did see one review of this on some random like music post and the user who made the review was uh, Fred Durst's number one fan. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what what did he, out, give it did he say nothing
2: but good words about it?
0: Oh, yeah. Th- he gave it a four out of five. Oh, nice. So, Damn. Yeah. Do we agree? I guess we're just going to have to find out. Yes. He gave it so, a just
2: <laughs> But to go off of you with this entire album being four in, there are no translations out there yet. Yes. Yet. So we had to go in. And
0: translate it ourselves. Yes, and we
3: did. And that shit's fucking annoying.
2: A lot of it, a lot of the lyrics got lost to translation. It was really hard.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. Um, that's the thing about good music, man. You don't need to know what they're saying. You just have to feel the music. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Very but,
1: true. And that's actually going to lead me. Yeah. Sorry. What did you say?
2: Oh, no, I was going to say, but there are. there's a song in here where she sounds sad as fuck, and I would like to know why she's sad as fuck.
0: Well, that's going to lead me to one point that I have. I might bring it up right away. Um, but I think what what's definitely done on purpose with a lot of these uh, lyrics and the song titles is like it's a whole bunch of words put together in one like run on sentence. Yeah. So when you try to translate it, it's kind of just gibberish. But when you actually like separate the words and make a sentence out of it. Then it has a more straightforward translation. It's just tough. I don't, we, we don't speak Japanese. It's tough trying to figure out what is its own word and what's an actual full word. I know. So, I need
1: my subtitles, dog. I need my yeah, subtitles. When you, to, when you go to Japan, there's no subtitles. <laughs> I'm going to wear a sign that says me, English only.
3: <laughs> With an American flag on it. Yeah. New right. Mexican flag. Hey.
1: Shout out Ruben. Oh, you know. You're taking one to Sweden next week? Yes. Uh, Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland? Mm-hmm. Where are you guys taking the picture at? Wherever we can. Next to a Swiss <laughs> bank. <laughs> Swiss <laughs> bank lord. Some offshore fucking baking. Ugh. Um, Take it next to a Geico. <laughs> Geico. <laughs> oh, Burger King. Uh, bro, I was, yeah, I know. That would be hard, bro. um so, I guess,
0: Keenan, you, you've kind of already answered the question I have now, but since we didn't get, like, a very straightforward translation, do you guys feel like there's somewhat of a disconnect between the music because you don't know what they're saying? Fuck or? no. Fuck.
1: No.
3: I agree with Marcos. Fuck no. <laughs> Why? Because with this woman... Everything that she says and everything that, you know, she's, you know, feeling or whatever really, you know, is very apparent on the record. Meaning, I don't know what the fuck she's saying, but I know, like you said, when she sounds sad as hell, she sounds sad as hell. When she sounds vulnerable, she sounds vulnerable. When she sounds, you know, different and trying to be like experimental or just, you know, really giving it her all, she sounds like that and yeah okay it would be nice to not have to google translate everything and have it be all goofy as hell you still you still get that energy and that feeling so it's not as much of a disconnect only because everything that she put out is touching
1: mm-hmm. i'm the type of guy that i could tune out a bad song or lyrics stuff like that i actually let me rephrase that i'm the type of guy that doesn't pay attention to the lyrics unless it's like a rap song or like I know someone that's very lyrical and I have to pay attention to it, or like I need to see what they sound like other than that it's just like I could just vibe to the music and and, you know if I like it I like it
2: see and I'm right in the boat I'm right in between like that's exactly how I feel I don't have to look up the lyrics because the music just speaks for itself Mm -hmm. but again there's just that side of me that just kind of wants to know still. right
0: yeah I think I'm kind of in the middle but I actually think I would prefer to know the lyrics on like the more fast-paced kind of songs for some reason i don't know i like i'm completely with marcos and isaac when they say if it sounds good it just sounds good you don't need to know like that's how i feel with the more ambient kind of slower songs they're just so beautiful to the point where it's like yeah i don't need to know what she's saying this is good but for some reason like the more fast-paced ones like for instance um track six sogu to sogu you uh something like i don't yeah, know and, no <laughs> dog. and uh number 12 like no heavenly um and even <sighs> we'll get to track eight when we get to it that shit is long as hell but i don't know the more fast-paced ones i felt like the lyrics and especially on her delivery with those songs it was just a lot more like um it was a lot more pronounced so it felt like the words carried a lot more weight so in those cases i wanted to know what she was saying but yeah i, I think i agree for the most part that if it sounds good it sounds good um Now before we get into those fast songs, we kind of start off really really slow. I guess really from track one through four Um, Or uh, no one through three track one through three Um, They start really slow and like I said, they're very ambient and they're very atmospheric This shit is super sick like her vocals are real dissonant Um, It's like she's on this weird like thin line between indie alternative, but also like avant-garde yeah like i would feel like she's more avant-garde to be honest on some tracks i 100 percent agree because especially in that uh like for example within those first two tracks the second track tobori nanatsu (laughs)
1: yeah
0: (laughs) um like that one has these weird like glitchy kind of sounds not
1: overly glitchy but like weird little pops and fuzzes that's why I said earlier like fucking uh death grips, because of those instances, I think there's like maybe like a handful of instances where you catch like those very radio staticky little hiccups of fucking mumbo jumbo instruments mm-hmm. and like digital music put together. Right. So it's um, not as
0: fucking abrasive as Death Grips, but it's very left
1: field. I feel like So Heavenly had that moment where it was really abrasive. I was like, fucking goddamn, no buzz, yes. baby. <laughs> That's the shoe gaze. So I don't think
0: uh, No Heavenly is that far off. I personally think No Heavenly is very Radiohead esque. Like, I hear yep. a lot of Paranoid Android in that shit. That track eight, fuck it, we're going to it. The oh my god, this is one of those ones where it's a whole bunch of words put together. I am not, I'm not being disrespectful. I swear to God, I tried that up, song God. is fucking all over the place. That shit is wild and it's condensed into only three minutes. Um, but I mean, yeah, to kind of go back to what I was saying, like I didn't expect to get such an avant garde um, like such an obtuse type of sound within the album based off those first couple tracks.
2: See, and it, uh, when I first, like, when I first found her and I was able to find, like, a translation online, uh, Glitch Pop was in there. Oh. Interesting. So, I know so if you listen to her earlier stuff, apparently, they were saying, like, she kind of, like, dabbled with, like, with that sound. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we got, like, right off the rip, because that first track is just an instrumental. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's very glitchy. Oh, and, that dark fucking yep. ambient fucking drop towards the middle. That shit was pretty hard. It's sick.
2: And it, it kinda, you kind of hear it throughout the album. Mm-hmm. It's like here and there. But I didn't mind it because it was like perfectly placed. It was.
1: That's a good way to fucking put and it. So, it was perfectly placed.
2: And ever like overstayed its welcome. And no. I think she put it perfectly like where it was uh, given to us. And especially like in track eight with the uh, that long name that you just said, uh, that one was also very glitchy. And it's just nice that that we got her amazing vocals over it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it just kind of continues throughout the album. It's just like here and there, and I didn't really mind it.
1: I didn't mind it because of how much it wasn't all over the place. Like it was like you know, it wasn't obnoxious. It was Oh a, yeah. It, it was yeah. like that instrument that we talked about with singing gugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugug <laughs> That, you know, it wasn't overly used or anything like that. It wasn't in your ear all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it was like a little surprise. A nice little surprise here and there. Right. But speaking of weird instrument, at the end of track eight, you hear the xylophone? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was tight. <tiny.
0: laughs>
1: yeah, there was a couple of weird shit thrown in. I was about to say, it. I hear a lot of different shit in this album.
0: Yeah, it's fucking, they're they're very, oh. uh they're not afraid to experiment, bro. Yeah, uh, really I just have one thing to say. I fucking love hyperpop.
3: So this even though this isn't hyperpop, this is just in a in its own way like also very weird and, you know, I guess avant-garde or, you know, whatever you want to call it like. So, yeah, this sound was right up my alley. And as you guys also alluded, it was perfectly placed never overstated swagum and dare i say should they've added more to it Who-hoo? fuck no. that's an unpopular No, fuck, fuck, opinion, fuck no fuck yeah, no it was difficult to get like a fucking no. a fucking nightcore version of this album fuck anyway. no
0: <laughs> hell no yeah
3: can we jump to track 3 then just kind of go
0: yeah Succi? That, that's Shuchi. how I'm assuming it is yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah so i mean there's really not much to say. There's not a whole <laughs> lot to say about no. this album. Yeah. Really not. Uh, all these songs are just beautifully well put. Uh, there are some hiccups here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like for me, it all starts with this, this track. Okay. Cause this track was like one of the first tracks that really stuck up, uh, stuck out to me. Um, because right right away we get like that cool like indie like sounding intro that reminded me very much of like old like mid 2000s like indie at the time like some passion pit mgmt oh. and so right away that's what I took from it and so immediately fell in love with the song just because of that intro mm-hmm. and then of course we get we get her vocals and just the vocal delivery and again the transitions like throughout this album are just like up and down. Like you have no idea where she's going to take you, whether she leads you in with like a glitch. And then like the ambient drop, like Marco said from track one, but there's a lot of transitions, transitions from like songs starting off very like soft and then kind of picking up and then like fading out again, or even vice versa, the song starting off very like fast paced and then dropping and then finishing off just very like calmly. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like we really got an intro into this album from track three
0: yeah i think track three does you're <laughs> right it does a very good job it kind of um uh it, it's like a nice accumulation of what the album is going to give you yeah um, it encapsulates the feel of it right exactly um i i still think that number six to sogu was just a little too obtuse for me like i i don't even think the third track really kind of gave me a hint at what that song was going to be oh yeah <laughs> um well, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that song at all. <laughs> I do not like that because song. Because there
2: though. are, like we said, there are a couple of songs that are a little, like, they're hiccups. They're just little bumps in the road. But And right. it's the faster-paced songs.
0: Yes. Personally, for me. So it, me too. Me too. I just really like
3: the energy on those ones. I know you guys, it, it is a bit, you know, obtuse, but something about it, man. They They just, she has, like, this thing that she does with her voice. It almost sounds, like, wobbly, like, like. Almost did it and that was Whoa. very embarrassing. But do it. It just oh, like <laughs> I don't know how to do it, bro, but like Do it again. She does this thing where she like makes her like vocal cords wobble, if that makes sense. And uh-huh. she does that on the faster paced songs. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it makes sense in my head. Listen to it and you'll know what I mean. But like I love that sound. That sound is so infectious. It's <laughs> it sounds like a oh, man and just it, it literally reminds me of like like my childhood uh, when something would like very cinematic would happen in like a show or movie mm-hmm. like cuz i watched like a lot of like shows and shit growing up and this just reminds me of like that like of like those shows where they would like do something like crazy like that but
2: hmm. i will say though with those higher uh, those faster paced songs it sounds like she's having a great time Oh, pff. like hundred percent. Like, is it track six, Sugo, where don't, she's laughing? She's like laughing. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Like, she's just having a good time, and, and you bitch. don't plan that shit, bro. That's you just don't. in the booth, on off the record or off the cuff. Like, yeah, they just, just like re-
2: they just like replayed, and they're like, "This is tight. Yeah, We're gonna hard. throw <laughs> it in," because everybody sounds good. Everybody sounds good. The Ouch. band behind her does sound Captain. good.
1: What? What? They sound fucking spectacular. That's what I was oh, getting into.
0: Oh, you had everybody tight.
1: Yeah, I sick. thought, I thought like the sound from her voice to the drums to the what is it, guitar, bass, whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best albums that sounding wise that I've heard. The fucking drums are so crisp, <laughs> man. Oh my god, I love. Even though it's not like hard as fuck or anything like that, but the tempo, bro, so crisp. Yeah. Her voice is so smooth, s- smooth and soothing. It's like, to say it's good is a fucking understatement, bro. How dare you just that? I don't know, Fucking do <laughs> you pink eye. Ever right say that.
2: <laughs> I will say, though. So, again, during those fast-paced songs, the band behind her is great. During Amazing, all those songs, dude. It's her vocal delivery that I can't vibe with.
1: What?
2: For those fast-paced Drake?
1: Drake? Drake? <laughs> You're crazy.
0: What? <laughs> I 100% agree, especially on that track six. I don't like that song at all. Like, that song is so corny to me. And I don't like her, like the laughing is cute, okay, whatever, but it's just so like, uh, you know that vibrating sound that you were saying in her vocals? It reminds me of Yoko Ono, and I can't stand that shit. So that's why that's I don't facts. like her. But you like
1: Magolian throat singing, though. No, that's Isaac. That's oh, yeah, Isaac. that is Hello. Isaac. <laughs> 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 like, call Yo, me quick no like, Nope, that shit is that guy right there. How no, he, but you Gary, like you. York, you Fucking loser. Okay,
0: well she's different, all right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but you like Bjork, that's crazy, bro. Hey, Imagine. You can't
0: take his answer, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: But no, you like him. Arca? You like Arca though. That's crazy.
0: She don't be singing?
1: Oh, but she be. They having, don't be singing. But cats, she be having fucking world noises no, in her
0: she, fucking music. She kills it. I don't give a fuck. All either these artists are great
1: yeah they are all of them They're,
0: they have their own place <laughs> are great besides Yoko. Ono. <laughs> yeah Yoko. are get the fuck out of here what about lisa <laughs> thank you for fucking <laughs> up the beatles
1: <laughs> you don't know who lisa is <laughs> no do you know you know who lisa is
2: i know Mona lisa all yeah. right when she
1: drops an album
2: it's gg for it's you game motherfuckers over for
1: game, for you. game over no Hi. don't even look it up don't even look it up that's crazy not, y'all don't know I'm who not. lisa is no Big yikes, bruh. Big yikes. Nah, man. That's crazy. The only, okay, so
2: going back to track six, the only thing that saves track six barely
1: you know who is, is that
2: it's smushed in between two of the best songs on this album. You think that saves it? Kind of.
1: Whoa. It's
2: the only thing helping it out that, there. That's why I don't like I mean, it. I get, I get where
1: you're coming from,
0: though. <laughs>
2: I'm just trying to be positive here. I really <laughs> am. It's a skippable track for me. <laughs>
0: it 100% is. And it like, well, like I said, you know, the vocals I have a huge issue with, but it's it just sounds like some corny-ass, like, house rock shit. And it has this corny-ass electric guitar solo at the end. And that's wedged in between 90 degrees Celsius and Nui? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, this song could get out of here, bro.
2: So let's just get the tracks we don't like out of the way then because there's not very many of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I think that's one of them I'm not huge on aiku ICO track 11 track but 11 yeah only because like I felt like that was one of the songs that it's so deep it's the second to last track and it just felt like it didn't do anything new you know other than what we had heard earlier so, so like that one just kind of blends in with everything else
2: so track 11 to me is the perfect setup for track 12 it does nothing but set up track 12 because that's easy op- production yes because we get the fuzz we get the we get the heavy fuzz in track 11 mm-hmm. and then starting off right away in track 12 it goes straight into fuzz and it picks up and then the only thing that leads it back to the same sound as we've been getting getting was the ending of no heavenly mm. but again i think track 11 literally only is there to set up track 12 and that's it
1: and i think track 12 is my least favorite song off the album too so Oh, That's explain, gross. please. I just, honestly, it's that fuzz in the middle that killed it for me. Just uh, I just did not like, did not like, uh, just the completely opposite, complete opposite direction. It instantly took, instantly.
0: This song takes a couple
1: it for does. sure. It yeah. Does. So There's like two, <laughs> yeah. So like when it goes like the most like, you know, smooth fucking cozy ass fucking production to something completely on the opposite end. It was just like, eh. I mean, it's not bad because I what I was telling you guys earlier is I don't think there's a bad track off this fucking album. I, I don't think there's one skippable track off the album. I just this is my least favorite song. Yeah, track twelve, actually pretty cool. Um,
3: not to be that guy, but I kind of had like sound fatigue a little bit on this album. Like, love a lot of these tracks, but fuck, dude, a lot of them blend together. So the fact that no heavenly. Went out on a fucking bang, bro. <laughs> straight a fucking bazooka straight to Marcus's dome piece, bro. That shit was fucking tight. Love that shit. So, yeah. All, all jokes aside, the wild production, the the crazy fucking mix of soft plus the the speeding up and fucking guitar solos. What the fuck, bro? We got old school guitar solos. Like, I don't know. There's just so many. There's so many. Essentially, the last track is a culmination of the entire album. On the last track, you know, Mm -hmm. you get the soft, you get the fast, you get the weird, you get the the normal. Like, so I I thought it was a great way to end the album for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah, that. I mean, that's why I say it reminds me so much of Paranoid Android. Like, I don't know if you've heard that by Radiohead, but I've not. Okay, it's basically. I don't know if they described it like this, but I've heard it described as their take on Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, so. Like, this Dang. is essentially that. I mean, this keeps up the pace a little bit more throughout. Like, the drops aren't so steep, but the change of pace is definitely there. Uh, and it's 7 minutes 49 seconds. It, that's a long fucking song. Yeah, it, it sits with you for sure.
1: Yeah. Can we talk about... sat 59, 69 degrees.
3: 19 degrees Celsius? <laughs> yeah,
1: there you go. What does that translate to in Fahrenheit? What was <laughs> it again, would you say? 19 degrees Celsius? Yeah, what is it? 155. No. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about that song. That song was <laughs> the best song off the album. Hands fucking down, bruh. Hands down. That's yeah. the song I had on repeat the most.
0: Yeah, this one's dope. I could definitely see why they chose this one as a single. So to go back to what Keenan was saying earlier about like transitions, uh the fourth track, it's another long one. I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but No, that's a long one. That that one ends on like this weird like glitch almost like frantic, like droning type of sound. It's very ominous, so I was like Ooh, we gonna get some, we gonna get some heavy shit next. And then it goes into 90 degrees Celsius, which I'm not mad at. 90 degrees Celsius is fucking tight, but I thought like that transition was very interesting because it was two polar opposites. But yeah, this one's sick. This is one of like one of two or three, I believe, like big soulful ballads. Yep. This song is tight.
2: Yep. Literally right here at the end of my notes for track four, I put that glitchy outro was very ominous. <sighs> Took the word right out of my nose. Here's notes. the reason
1: why I picked you for this, bro. Oh,
2: word, oh, bro.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we gotta fuck him up. Fuck him <laughs>
2: <in>. Word. <laughs> so this, <laughs> this is the first track that this is the first track that came on that I ever heard uh, during oh. my cooking playlist. And so, so right away, um, I mean, just seeing where it was placed in the track list, it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we got this song over and over and over throughout the entire album made me fall in love with this
1: album this fucking song man when I listen to it it makes me feel like I want to go into a Japanese bar and just have a fucking uh, Jack on the rocks bro and just fucking listen to it facing the bar and just have the music playing in the background her singing whiskey or soju no her (laughs) no no (laughs) No Japanese whiskey Japanese whiskey there you go of course that shit is disgusting how dare you <laughs> <laughs> they're just crushing oh, down my dreams right now dog my whole fucking daydream it. is just i like, got you <laughs> my whole daydream is just i even funny. got japanese whiskey at the house for you thank baby. You, thank you thank you that was fucking shitting on me right now <laughs> well there it is i guess it's just daydream for a reason bro <laughs> no it's f- a dream for a reason <laughs> for real though oh, no. i just i just see her like fucking like you know um in a what ass dress, bro, just singing on the microphone, just a spotlight right there, bro, Fucking in a in a fucking club. This song is so fucking perfect, bro. I think it is. It's honestly a perfect song. It Yeah,
0: you know, it does have a very noir type of vibe. Like no, you said, it's, like, very smoky. Yeah. It sets the mood very well.
2: Bro, I literally have the, the perfect song to cook a meal to or have in the background with a nice fire going on while you and your partner get all snuggled up.
1: Yeah, while y'all fuck. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Oh, man. Can we talk about Nui?
3: Yes, please. Oh, that's my favorite song in the fucking whole album, bro. Whoa. I love it. The fucking little horns and shit and the and the drum pattern. Oh, it's so good. It how he was saying about like a white dress on a summer breeze, bro. This is an auburn dress in a autumn build, bro. <laughs> like it's just Oh, I could feel the warmth coming from this track, bro. The energy coming from this shit. It shit get me geeked up. It's literally such a good track. So infectious. Just such a vibe, bro. I hate saying that, but it's true. Like, it, it's just so fucking good, bro. <laughs> I sound like a scratch CD. Jesus Christ. But that's how good it is because I have nothing else to say because that's how good it is. It speaks for itself. Little horns are catchy. It's a nice, chill touch. Kind of weird production, but I fucking love it. The little boop, boop, boop. oh,
0: oh yeah, oh. So tremendous.
2: in track in track six, the song we completely trashed earlier. <laughs> there's there's a jazzy guitar sound throughout that song, that is actually carried into this into track seven Nui, mm-hmm. which was perfect because they just kept that vibe going. But in this track, we got a better vocal delivery, one hundred percent, much right. better. And it, I literally can't. Isaac, you said it best. Like this song is just like so dreamy and just catchy. It's just so good and it's infectious, like you said. And it's just crazy because it was just we still got everything from the previous track that we didn't like. It's
3: just we got a better vocal delivery and it made it a thousand times better. Yep, yep. There's just something about her that she has this like real good way of like capturing like a a certain like vulnerableness to her and then can completely show you a side of an absolute stranger going the fuck off. You know what I mean? Like there's something familiar yet. So fucking like alien. Obviously that shit's in fucking Japanese. So a lot of this shit's fucking foreign (laughs) to me, but there's just, I don't know. I feel like I've known this chick for a fucking million years. And at the same time, I've never met her. Like, damn, that's such a
0: good point because she's just, Oh man. I guess that kind of ties back in. That's the reason why I like this shit without the lyrics. without knowing them. Holy shit. She's so expressive. Like, expressive, yes. Oh, you kind of blew my mind with that. Uh, <laughs> I would like to jump to Halo because I think Halo is my second favorite track on this whole album. Uh, this one, I got really big, like, indie folk vibes almost. I hear, like, a lot of Band of Horses on this, honestly. Ooh uh another long song at six minutes 20 seconds but this one doesn't have too much of a of a switch up like no heavenly does you know there isn't huge deviations in the sound uh but this one is just six minutes of pure bliss man i absolutely love this song
2: Bro, again such a beautiful song you don't need to know the lyrics you just feel it and hear it in her tone and the band behind her again so good Mm -hmm. so good throughout the entire album If it's not her vocal delivery, it's the band behind her. That guitar player, and like Marco said earlier, the drummer, the way he just keeps that beat just going, like, it's just perfect timing for everything. And this song, what else can I say? It's it's perfect. It's another perfect song.
0: That kind of wraps up my final thoughts. Does anybody have anything else before we get into our (laughs) wrap-up?
2: I think... The album kind of spoke for itself. For real, how many more flowers can we throw at this album? Facts. For real, bro. Facts, paper. facts.
0: And I kind of have some non-flowers, but I can just well, wrap that no, up in my final thoughts. So that's yeah. no big deal. Kay. Everybody good? We all right? Yeah. Can cool. Go first? Oh, you may. Can yes. I go first? You may, yes. Fuck you, Isaac. It's my <laughs> album. Fuck both of you. Keenan, you right, you going. Oh, right. Overall... Let's wrap <laughs> <laughs> it <shit> up. <laughs> go ahead, Marcos. You don't even give uh, a fuck about yeah. going <laughs> straight. All right. F- Let's go wrap it up. We're going to give you our overall thoughts, top three tracks, and overall score. Yeah,
1: Marcos, you know what? You deserve it, brother. Why? Just I take it. it. <laughs> I feel so bad. You know you <laughs> go first.
3: No, no, I don't care. I just had the least to say about it. That's why.
1: Oh, that's why? Okay, cool. Well, thank you. for. I'll go first. Thank you, Isaac, for passing the torch along because I just want to get out of the way so I can go back to my being on my phone. <laughs> um, I'm just joking I'm just joking But um, Keenan, Thank you for Picking this uh, Album um, Honestly I was very uh, Kind of just like Confused And wary about it When you sent it Into the chat It was very like Whoa What the fuck is this But um, I'm not gonna lie to you man I started playing this uh, This album When I was here Playing League it Stopped me A lot of times From fucking Going off on Motherfuckers bruh uh, shit's calming smoothing and shit fucking hits uh i think overall the sound of it is fucking crisp it's an amazing album it reminds me very much of jazz and soul besides the little parts of funk i guess yeah um but overall a good solid album my uh top three tracks are no heavenly some long ass name and 19 celsius what was the long ass name I don't know, it's like track, uh, 12, 11, 10, 9, it's track 8. Track, oh, I attempted it earlier, don't try. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait, I didn't give out my review, damn, bro, my fucking grade, bro, give that shit a fucking B+. (laughs) (laughs) What is that, uh, 8? Yeah, it's an 8. There you go, on the dot. The dot. (laughs) Solid 8 out of 15. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Yeah, out of 10. That's some
0: pitch forecast <laughs> review. I know, for <laughs> real, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hipsters, bro. Uh,
3: for me, this album was kind of a mixed bag of a lot of the same shit. It kind of threw me for a curve, but then a lot of it was also... Like, it threw me for the curve in the sense that like I wasn't expecting the production on this whatsoever. I wasn't expecting the instrumental choices on this. Like, like I said, I'm not you don't hear guitar solos anymore. You don't hear that like old school sounding guitar anymore. You know, you really don't. So unless, you know, obviously you, you have those bands that are, you know, trying to wear their influences on their sleeve, but clearly this woman is completely original and completely, you know, her own, you know, deal. So it it was just, it was cool to see that being said, a lot of it was kind of, you know, repetitious, um, not that they were bad, but just I kind of got what I wanted off of one song from all the songs, you know. So there there wasn't like a song where I was like, holy shit. Because they all kind of gave me this vibe of like the first like three or four tracks, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it kind of gets brought down a couple of notches just just for, you know, that. But uh, still still really solid, still really good. Um my favorite track on there was Nui, N-U-E, or N-U-I, sorry. Love that shit. Um, and I give this a 6.5 out of 10.
0: Damn, you didn't have a top three. No. Damn. Tough crowd.
3: Whoa.
1: Dang. No taste, no taste, Dang. no taste.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, I'm going to listen to Breakins.
0: You oh, listen no. to Hyperpop. <laughs> he literally said that earlier, too. That's just <laughs> so funny.
2: All right, so overall, I was not expecting to like this album as much as I did. Um, again, her tone and vocal delivery was was beautiful, and even though I had no idea what she was saying, I was still fascinated in the hook from the beginning to end. So the band behind her can't emphasize that enough was great. That guitar player, that drummer, they were great. Um, again, I enjoyed the glitchy sounds throughout the uh, throughout the album. They were, I feel like they were perfectly placed. They never, you know. Or say they're welcome, like I said earlier. Um, it's just uh, I, I just again, I just wasn't expecting it. You know, all the transitions, the ups and downs that she took us through throughout the entire album, you know, it just really keeps you on your toes. But she just did it so beautifully that it's it's great to it's great to listen to. Um, <laughs> so that being said, they do have a fan in me, and um, I can't wait for what's to come. So for my top three. <laughs> I got track 5, 19 Celsius, track 3, Suchi, track 7, Nui, and I have an honorable mention, track 10, Halo, with my overall score being 7.5 out of 10.
0: Yeah, this album was definitely a mixed bag for me as well. Um, Again, as kind of, as everybody has already said, uh, was not expecting what we got. Um, I'm not entirely sure i how i feel about it overall but what i can say is for the most part it's very beautiful i love that ambiance i love the dissonance um you know the emotion and you know the passion poured into this project is you know very well understood um i do agree with isaac though i do think that a lot of it does kind of blend in together um we definitely have moments here and there that shine bright you know throughout the lack for a better word muddled type of project we got um muddled not in a negative way just you know just another way to say it kind of clumps together um some of those bright spots are not good (laughs) track six uh sugo i just can't get with that but the other half of that is really really freaking good track 12 no heavenly um it's kind of hard to not sound like i'm contradicting myself because bro yes yeah one hand on one hand it just sounds so beautiful and like a very gorgeous soundscape but on the other hand it's like well i kind of got this in track five i got this in six like you know what i mean um i I just wish maybe a little bit shorter or i wish there was maybe uh like she's proved she can have that avant-garde type of sound maybe a little bit more switch up in some of these other songs you know switch up in terms of sound um but Otherwise, yeah, I, I, I definitely think a big portion of this is beautiful. Uh, as everybody else has said, the band plays great together. It's a very polished album. Everything on this sounds crisp and clear. Um, I'm very excited to see what she comes out with later. Uh, this was a very good introduction. So I'm uh, anticipating that new single that Keenan talked Ooh. about and whatever else they drop. Hopefully something else this year. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a 7 out of 10. My top three tracks are going to be number three, No Heavenly uh number two halo and number one 19 degrees celsius Uh, and that's going to wrap up our review of third time's a charm a Taitsuru kamuri perfect we hope you guys enjoyed the review if you've listened to it you probably haven't let us know if you haven't please listen to it i definitely think it's worth your time i think you know this album kind of has something for everybody i think everybody's gonna find something that they like off this so with that being said listen to it then let us know what you think uh follow us on instagram at the underground treehouse pod like and share with your friends please give us a rating that you think we deserve otherwise we'll see you next week later bye (laughs)